0: Welcome to the first LinkedIn Live for Well Workplaces. And today I'm chatting with Dr. Natalie Flat. Natalie, how are you going? I'm well, Tom, yourself? Really good. It's been a while since our last chat on the podcast, actually, which was about managing mental health and the state of play, then was very different. It was, we were talking really about getting through the end of the last bit of lockdown. And in Melbourne, we still had quite a few cases and it was hard to see the finish line. But here we are now. Fast forward probably another two months and we're zero cases in Melbourne, which is awesome. And people are starting to come out of hiding and start socializing and stuff like that. Today, I actually wanted to chat with you, Natalie, about socializing now that people are out of lockdown and also probably just from a mental health perspective, what We should expect for ourselves in November and December and any kind of mental health tips that maybe we can talk about just to help people out there that are maybe feeling a bit uh, fatigued from what's been a tricky year. Yeah, absolutely,
1: Tom. And that just follows on with what we were talking about in the podcast that we just have got, you know, adrenal fatigue and complete exhaustion, which has created that decision-making issues. It created that stress or that chronic stress response. And it just left us feeling completely and utterly exhausted. And I'm sure that you still feel the same, even with the kids back at school. It has now, we're now starting to feel like we can, slowly switch that adrenal off things might still be going back to normal and things being open but when we turn the adrenaline off it's got that remnants of the the adrenaline that has now the the body is like going into recovery mode but what's ended up happening is that we feel that we've gone from zero to a hundred from a socialization perspective we have Mm. it's been a bit of a strange dichotomy hasn't it, over this time that Um, We were striving to go and see our friends and to really want to connect, yet now that we have the opportunity, we're struggling to find the motivation to do it. Or majority of people are trying to find the motivation to do it. And yes, there is obviously those factors that are still holding us a little bit back with being able to book restaurants and then still having to wear masks and time limits. I went out first time on Friday night and it, albeit just so awesome, it was so awesome to see some really old friends. It was also very overwhelming. It was overwhelming yeah. because we had to watch the clock all the time and how much more do we have and the joke was going around the table that we wanted to order a magnum of, of wine but we're like, <laughs> <laughs> that between five people in two hours? I don't know. It was it, That was just a, a different way of, of being able to think that can lead individuals where the anxieties come back and so we've gone and we've created this whole stress response that we've had to live through that's been really different. And we, some people feel like they're just moving into another area of anxiety and, and, and stress and it's too much. So they're like, mm-hmm. it's going to stay in my little bubble and I'm just going to do my little things and I'm going to still feel like even though I was that massive extrovert, I'm just going to just pretend that I'm that introvert still for many more months just to get me through uh, the rest of the year. And and we're seeing, that's what we're seeing. So we are seeing this really lack of, of motivation and that socialisation fatigue. The socialising in such different ways for so long especially during the first lockdown I don't know about you and how many whatsapp groups you had and all the zoom chats and (laughs) doing all that like wine time lockdown two completely different we even saw the data going how much we just disconnected from friends not intentionally but we just because we just didn't have that energy we had to conserve it for work or we had to conserve it for homeschooling or we just had to conserve it just for ourselves so that's just going to take some time now that things are getting back to normal and again we've got the media I was laughing with my husband this morning to say you look at the media um and how it was just splashed for so long over I had to find out today in Melbourne whether or not we were still you know going on another day of zeros I had to go and hunt for that so it's just completely stopped as if nothing's happened It, it has. So it's left people really confused still and, and quite still traumatized. And especially with the masks that we have, it's still in people's faces. So we'll, we've got to be. Yeah. This all contributes to, to motivation to reconnect and reintegrate yeah. back into an, a semi normal life.
0: Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a really good summary. I think what I've noticed in my dealings with people so far, because our workplace, at Pinnacle has started to open back up with more staff around, which is really good. But it feels like some of the clients that are coming in, some of them have been straight into catching up with everybody that they know straight away. And most of them are kind of saying that after doing their big blitz of catching up on the weekend, they basically just stayed at home for a couple of days afterwards because they were just tired. And then there's another sort of bunch of people that are quite quite anxious about getting out and going to the supermarkets or going on public transport and they're probably be considered like you say like a little bit slower um, to adapt and probably the most anxious to return to some sort of normality or their normal activities so it's there's a lot of people on either end of this the anxiety scale or the socializing scale. And then probably in the middle, there's some people that are maybe taking it a little bit slow as well, perhaps for the rest of this year. And maybe a lot of that has to do with just getting a few more days of zero linked together in Victoria anyway, and then feeling more confident as the workplaces start to figure out what to do next year. Yeah. So with all of that, Nat, what sort of, what would you recommend for people at the moment kind of, I know it's hard to give recommendations broadly but just do you have any tips that you could give people for just for the rest of this year maybe because I'm like a lot of people are just looking for the finish line to just to have a breather over Christmas what's your sort of position at the moment for people
1: there's a few things Tom I think I think start slow like it, it depends upon looking at your energy levels may not be like your friends' energy levels and respect that. So start slow with socialising and really gauge on how people actually feel. And starting slow can be just catching up with friends at a picnic or, or in a bit of more of an open space where it may not feel as overwhelming. And you don't have to be uh, tied by a certain structure and the actual boundary that we're finding in, I suppose, the more hospitality areas as it stands now, because that within itself is really overwhelming. Individuals that are displaying that anxiety and friends that are displaying that anxiety, you've got to remember that anxiety and this whole, this has been really traumatic. This has been traumatic for so many people. You've had different outcomes for, for homeschooling, different outcomes for job prospects and different outcomes for financial issues, different outcomes for people who actually, you know, knew of someone who got COVID and what happened to them. So you've got a lot of trauma that may not be processed yet. Make sure that, albeit the human touch is so important to come back into, just be respectful that some people are there, while other people are are not there yet. And that's okay. And we won't judge that. Another area is that what we found, what I said, between lockdown one and two, the way we socialised with our friends, and I know I was definitely within that differentiation there, is that we I disconnected from many friends and that wasn't intentional. That was just because I just didn't have anything left in my fuel tank at the end of the day. And I, I would, it would end up basically me just leaving, just texting people to say I'm thinking of you, but I just don't have it in me. It's about also then being really vulnerable if you were, if you fell into that category again and just maybe even reconnecting with some friends, even if it's really casual and just even a phone call to say I didn't, it, it wasn't anything that you did. It was just that I yeah, just didn't. Yeah do it in that time and so we had a lot of that so it just I think it just takes that animosity away for people who are fearing to go what are they going to expect when I do catch up with them
0: as well. Yeah yeah no that's really good and I think probably the other thing that we haven't talked about here now is workplaces and I know I've got some friends that work in fairly decent sized corporate roles and they're all just wanting to socialise with their co-workers but not on Zoom. They're over the whole working from home because a lot of them are working from apartments and they're fairly uncomfortable in their setups and they just want to, they do want to socialise with their crew but at the same time they're just exhausted. They've probably been working like the longest hours they've ever done through this whole sort of shitty time. The other And the other one in this in the workplace is the leaders and having like their ability to have a conversation with their staff that maybe aren't coping or are anxious do you have any thoughts on like best ways for leaders or co-workers to help each other out is there any any sort of glaring any obvious tips um, or tricks to just reach out but not be too annoying
1: <laughs> yeah oh no absolutely starting exercise clubs which we've heard not exercise clubs so much but getting out because the restrictions have lifted from the kilometer perspective and being able to to go and you know go for a walk and get a coffee can be so powerful and a really socializing aspect that doesn't always have to be i think when people are thinking especially corporate that it's going to have to be back in a hospitality industry which and an area mm. which people in you, sorry, which people are really overwhelmed by. I think that's because of just the clumps of people that are still there. So we do need to take mm. into consideration that some people, we have the fear factor of the media and the actual virus bombarded for months yeah. and months and months.
0: You can't now expect we're bank,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And social distancing, <laughs> everything else. And all of a sudden, you want us to go into a bar that's full of people? No, yeah, yeah but that doesn't say we can find other ways so it's about being really flexible with the way we catch up and that can be one thing that colleagues can talk to morning sometimes suits better than afternoon so even doing morning catch-ups where the decision making is easier than in the afternoon Mm. can work for other people we all like a coffee rule of melbourneians we all want to be able to still support the local the locals so being Mm. able to do still one way just to to get the economy going but not but it's I suppose a little bit of a bridge between a to c we need to get some people just need to get yeah
0: yeah and it feels with leaders and, and managers or just even co-workers we just need to be quite creative with how we yeah how we connect not putting too much pressure on each other as well and maybe the other one in amongst this as we look towards the end of the year which is we're talking six weeks of work potentially left or less it's probably like workloads so just checking in on people and going well let's lower not lower expectations but let's just work out what's realistic given that there's only this amount of time left and everybody's pretty cooked anyway so just even i think leaders having chats with people about what's realistic for the rest of this year and encouraging people to have a good break over the like december january period
1: Absolutely, and it, that's that's so important that people are really slowing down. We've seen that mm-hmm. on a real positive. Superfriend have just brought out their latest research for this year and they've really realised that the working from home actually has worked with productivity and connection and community even within workplaces. So from a mental health perspective, leaders have had to step up and and really check in. Now, just because things are are starting to figure out what's going to get back to normal leaders, don't forget to do that because you've seen the power of that um, and how that's worked teams keep going we've done a lot of what we coin let's chat conversations with organizations where we've got groups of 25 and we've essentially done it's like a group therapy style and we've had leaders involved in that where there is a, I suppose a bit of a, a forum that just allows people to how they feel and and normalizing those emotions and then that then opens up to all those cognitive processes that you can Find what can work for this company. What can we do to still be able to support this? I suppose reintegration back into the, the new way of working mm. and getting yeah, everyone on it, and what everyone feels comfortable with, just allows people not to feel that they have to do something because we just we're just not there yet. Everyone's very, or well, a lot of people are still very fragile. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's right. And as we look at January, February. And with the workplaces and the companies that we speak with through our work, it's a lot of the effort and a lot of the attention is on the leader capability of them having, being able to Lead differently and lead creatively going into this new way of working and this new whole return to office thing, which will be completely different. And that's just going to be a whole reskilling, retraining exercise across the whole off across many organisations, small and big. I think it's applying to everywhere. So it's an exciting time long term or well, my view is that it's there's lots of opportunity in amongst that but there's probably a fair bit of a fair bit of adjustment to go and yeah and I think the best thing everybody can do is have a good break over the christmas period and really switch off and even some companies I know are taking a little bit extra time a little bit more extra time compared to a normal january so that's hopefully comes out on the other side with people recovering mentally a little bit but as you said on the podcast which resonated with me a while back was really just being able to validate your fear or validating feelings and and having conversations with others about that because i know as a guy sometimes that's not the first thing we do and and then you end up bottling it up and before you may be a little bit angry but you don't know why and all this all this other stuff so yeah so now, that's really great information, I think. I think that's really good. And we should do this again, another in life, And yep. I think the reason, really the reason for it is because mental health, yeah, over these next six months will be a big concern or a big area to, for everybody to improve on. So mm-hmm. we can continue with this and hopefully be helpful for our um, respective uh, communities. But uh, thanks so much, Nat. Yeah, oh, sorry. No,
1: that's awesome. Sorry, I'm just going to um, comment on the, the holiday thing as well. I think that's it's it's really interesting because I've heard that some workplaces are, are going for an extended time and that's that's so good. And being able just to, mm. to get out and to get out of your own scenery is then going to be able to really allow for that creative spark to, to come back in and and a really much rested place. But there has been some argument there like of, do we take shorts, do we all want to use our everything up and you're leaving one hit yeah. we do it in short places but hopefully i think we all really need a really good break yeah. and i think it's probably a really good thing just to start the the year off while we just really look at ourselves and really get that adrenal fatigue and that burnout which can take months to actually recover from mm-hmm. that we can get that really good vitamin d injection in being in the aussie way and again reconnecting in different ways not with our friends and family and giving the brain a, a much needed rest hopefully then we'll yeah we'll g- create a, a stronger team moving into 2021. Mm.
0: Yeah good summary Nate thanks so much for your time I'll let you go there but yeah appreciate it and we should do it again.
1: Okay awesome Tom absolutely awesome. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay, bye. Take care. Bye.